Hey, everybody, before we get into the show, we have a major earth-shattering massive announcement. Nikki? Yes, it is that time again, Pete Wright. Our monthly planning membership is open for enrollment. GPS stands for Guided Planning Sessions, if you don't know already. We've worked really hard here at Take Control ADHD to provide you with a service that not only gives you ideas and strategies on how to plan your day and your week, but it also provides time and space for you to do the work and not just by yourself, but with others who understand and support you. We meet every Monday and Thursday, and there are three different sessions for each day that you're invited to attend. We are dedicated to making this membership to be one that is transformative in the way you think about planning and taking control of your time and schedule. There are so many benefits to the GPS membership, so please be sure to visit our website at takecontroladhd.com slash GPS. Enrollment is open now through May 8th. Thank you for your time and attention, and I hope to see you soon. On with the show. everybody and welcome to Taking Control, the ADHD podcast on Rash Pixel FM. I'm Pete Wright and right there is Nikki Kinzer. I think I'm here. I'm not really sure. I I lost contact with Pete. Was, I could hear him, but I couldn't see him. Yeah, no, it's yes. good. It's good that but you're back in touch. We are, we're doing, <laughs> this is a, a bit of a, a special week. Um, uh, we're jumping in and, and talking about uh, some coronavirus stuff as uh, many yes. media outlets are. But our perspective is... Uh, Yes, anxiety, stress, the unknown. It also is incredibly jarring and fearful if you are suddenly asked to work from home and figure out how to upend your life and and do all this stuff all at once. And there is a lot uh, to that goes into that in the spirit of there is these kinds of things. So we wanted to talk about that. That's what you're hearing. That's what we're hearing in the community. And we just finished an episode uh, with the good Dr. Doug, Doug Herr, who was here talking to us about sort of the uh, the emotional perspective, uh, working through the feelings that you're, you're going through. So if you haven't seen that, just go back to the episode right before this, and uh, you will be able to take a listen to that. He's, as always, he's fantastic, that Doug. He is. Good looking, Such a smart. Joy. Mm-hmm. Just a lot to like about that, Doug. Anyhow, you know the drill. Head over to Take Control ADHD to get to know us a little bit better. Get the show notes. You know the whole thing. I'm just going to jump into it. I think we should just jump yeah. into it uh, because there's some important stuff. So you're facing the the fear of change of working from home. Nikki Kinzer, where do you start? Well, first of all, I just want to say uh, this is this is happening obviously to people all over. And uh, it's it's a very a very big thing in my with my clientele because I'm seeing professionals who need to work from home, but I also have college students right who all of their universities have been closed and they're going to be working online um, at home or wherever they are, but definitely not going to to classes right. So there is this uh, sort of fear of what is this what does this mean for somebody that works or has ADHD right because you can get really distracted at home here they've taken um all of this time and energy to kind of get used to where they are and then now all of that is being changed well and the timing just couldn't be more perfect since we just finished our epic series on ADHD at work right. and setting up your accommodations at work and boom everybody now go you're at home, home. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things. And so if you think about uh, what does that mean? Where do you even start? Yeah. Like what, 
I have a computer, but what? What is this even? Where do I even start to kind of wrap your your head around this? And so I have some practical tips for people that I'm hoping that this will at least give you some somewhat of a roadmap to go by um, and ease some of your anxiety ab- about working from home. Pete and I have worked from home for years and we love it. So it is not a bad thing. Um, it, but it is there something is that, a learning curve. There is yes. a learning curve and... Um, you know, there are some things to keep in mind. So the first one is really trying to maintain as close to your normal normal schedule as possible. So if you are to be in the office at 9 a.m., I would say be at your desk, whatever that looks like, or your computer. And we're going to talk about work environment in just a second. But um, be at work at 9 a.m. Get ready for work as you would normally would. Now, you mm-hmm. may not have to get up at the same time because you don't have a commute. That can be actually a benefit to this. Right. It gives you a little bit of runway to get started in your day. Absolutely. Um, But again, I would say just make sure you're at your your computer when you need to be. So whether that's eight or nine or whatever. You know, we have we have done we did exactly that. Like we have a normal routine that I've sort of talked about on the show this morning. This is day one as we're recording this. This is day one of of, you know, kids school closures and all that. And so I we actually went forward and the kids set their alarm for a normal school day. Mm -hmm. Uh, My daughter was up at six this morning, a normal school day. We were down making breakfast. My wife took the dog for a walk. And my daughter and my son set alarms for their regular school session. And they went in and did the homework that has been assigned from their school during the time that they would normally be in class. So right now, my kids are up doing their homework for each of the classes that they have throughout the day. And that is introducing a sense of order to this. So I'm coming down, I podcast with you, I do this kind of thing, we check, we're all going to check in at lunch together, and then we're back to school and work. And, and, I don't know if that's sustainable for two weeks or eight know. weeks. I don't, I don't know. know. But we're uh, going to give it our... It's a good our, place to start. Yes, we're going to give it our all. <laughs> Alarms and accountability buddies for the win. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, and, uh, you know, we've talked about this before, too. If you're not productive in sweats and pajamas, don't wear them. Dress as you would if you were going to work. Now, that may not mean you have to wear a suit. But again, you have to know yourself if if wearing pajamas makes you want to just go to sleep and not be productive, then at least get ready for the day. Take a shower. Get ready for the day. Um, and, uh, you know, Life go from, from there. Wear shoes with soles. That's right. Right? Wear shoes with I a little heel. You know, wear shoes. Uh, uh-uh. no, I see. I have house no. shoes. I have these Keen house shoes, and they are very soft, but they have soles on them. And I never wear them outside, but they actually feel like I'm wearing, like on the inside, on my feet side, they're nice and cozy. But they also give me enough support to make me feel like, oh, I'm a real human being. I'm wearing well, pants. I still feel like I'm, a real human being. You I'm might just know, not wearing You just shoes. don't know. I'm just saying, if you struggle with that, if you feel <laughs> yeah, too absolutely. cozy, you That's have years of practice doing this now, right? Yeah, so yeah. if you're feeling cozy, you can send your brain little signals of, oh, I have to be a professional right now by right. wearing shoes with some soles. Not Absolutely. You know, fuzzy, That's the point, is how do you feel? Yeah. Right, right. right. How are you going to feel and be 
be productive. Exactly. Those triggers. So this was an idea from a client that I was talking to last week. She was saying um, that somebody was telling her that instead of having your morning commute, because obviously you don't have it anymore, take a walk during that time that you would be commuting. I thought that was a great idea. That's really good. You know, gets in the exercise, but it also kind of, well, if you listen to our podcast during the commute, you (laughs) you can do it while you're doing your walk. Um, So that was something that came from a listener client. And I thought that was a great idea. Don't forget to take your medication, right? Set Um, your alarms. Just because you're at home doesn't mean that you don't need to take your medication. So definitely make sure that you're making a point of that. This is the biggest thing that I think can get kind of... um, wishy-washy is setting, you know, really kind of designating a spot in your home that's going to be your work area. Um, I've been talking to a couple of people about this. I've been talking to, to some students who are going to have to do some online um, school. And she was talking about her apartment's really small, but she was going to put like kind of a, a table against a um a a wall and she was going to kind of make that her study area had another client that was telling me today that she's doing the same thing she didn't want her kitchen to be her desk so she put a card table and put it over on the side somewhere and that's going to be like her little work area i think that's a good idea because it kind of separates you know um this is for work. I don't recommend working on your bed. I don't recommend working on the couch. Like those things will make you sleepy. You're at home. And so you're kind of like, your mind isn't trained to know the difference yet. Right. And so it's going to be really easy to get caught up in watching Netflix when you should be working. That's exactly it. That is, uh, if I'm on the couch, I will turn on the TV. Like, right, I right. will say to myself, no TV, but also somehow maybe I'm like using the force and I grab the remote. It's in my hand. I don't know how it got there. I will turn on the TV. It is. Uh, yeah, it's scientifically yeah, proven. Right. Yeah. Don't turn on the TV. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Just stop. In case don't that's not that. clear. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I also think it's a good idea to set set goals for your day. I think this is a good idea anyway, no matter what, but I specifically think this is important when you're working from home, you're not used to it, you're not working around your coworkers, um, your colleagues. And so have some things in mind that you want to accomplish that day. Not saying that you want to have 15 things on your to-do list, but have some really tangible things like, you know, I need to make sure I talk to five, you know five people or whatever your job is. Um, just setting that intention for the day I think can be really helpful because it just makes it a clearer path of what you need to get done. Okay, you mentioned accountability. I that did. You guys are all keeping yourselves accountable. Yeah. So a couple of other ideas that I have for people, especially students and also in the professional realm, get together, not in person, but talk to your colleagues, talk to your fellow students about how you guys can work together as accountability partners throughout this time. So whether that is in the morning, you guys both, you know, set, uh, set your goals, talk to each other about it, check in at the end of the day or in the middle of the day, have um, body double zoom um, work times where, you know, you put zoom on, you put Facebook on or face uh, FaceTime, whatever it is. And you guys work together as you guys can still see each other, but it's through the computer. Well, right? it's a study hall. If you're if you're a, right, if you're a, a member of this community or a fan of the study halls that, that uh, that's what it is yeah that's what we're doing right. you open up a Zoom go into the accountability uh, channel in the in Discord and you can jump into study halls 
That is what we're talking about. Give yourself some and, and just leave. It is so important. It's huge. It's it's huge. It is. It will. I I'm not a betting person, but I'm I'm willing to bet on this one that you will increase your productivity if you have a body double yes. or somebody that you are working alongside with, even though it's not in person. Just having that other spirit yep. <laughs> around you makes a huge difference. So if you are part of Discord, definitely check out the accountability channel. And uh, again, if you're not necessarily part of our Discord, talk to a, a student, talk to, you know, talk to somebody that, that because they're in the same boat as you are. Whether they have ADHD or not, they're still probably wondering how are they going to get their work yeah. done? Because working at home when you're not used to it, there's just a lot of distraction, a lot of stuff that can happen. In fact, I would argue that you living with ADHD are incredibly well equipped to help others make this transition. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Because you know what it means to be crazy distracted. And, right. uh, and and how to get to the other side of it. So if you have someone who is in your life who is really struggling with this change, it can be very empowering and ignobling to actually help others through this thing. And and sometimes right. it, it will help you kind of shave away your own fear and anxiety by helping others overcome theirs. Yeah, yeah. The other thing I would want to talk about, which kind of goes into to this idea too, with the accountability and Zoom and all of this, is is staying connected. Because when you do work by yourself or you work um, alone and at home, it can feel isolating for sure, right? You don't have just that person next to you that you can talk to or go on lunch with, right? So definitely do try to stay connected, even if it is a, a Zoom lunch with a friend, yeah. right? Let's let's have coffee. Uh, let's have uh, lunch together and just stay connected that way through the internet. We mentioned this um, in our last show. It, it is a great, for this to happen right now, the coronavirus to happen, this is a great era for it to happen because we can be connected online. And so we want to take full advantage of that during this time. Eliminate those known distractions. Your phone is probably going to be one of the biggest distractions that you're going to have. Chores, walking by the kitchen and seeing that, you know, you need to clean the kitchen. The exception here is what Pete Wright does. <laughs> and that is he uses the laundry as a break. And I think that's great if you can stick to it, right? If you just know going into it that I, I got to get up, I got to take a little bit of a break. I'm going to go put some laundry in. I'm going to go back to work, you know, right? It has to be a system. It has to have some intention behind it. Well, and it, it also only really works one day a week, right? The True. reality is <laughs> I don't have that much laundry, right? I can get right. through it <laughs> in a handful of loads. Yeah. And then I need yeah. these other accommodations. So you're absolutely right. R remove distractions unless you're using them as a timer and then yes. get back to work. And then right. that's great. But, but if you're supposed to be at work working, don't do the dishes. Yeah. Like that's not the time to do it. Um, you know, do it later when you're on a break or, or whatever. Uh, we do want to take breaks and you do want to move around. So, uh, you know, nope, it's not good for anybody to be sitting at their desk all day. So take those little breaks, get outside as, uh, uh, Dr. Doug Hare was talking about, you know, breathe, you know, look at nature, enjoy nature. Uh, Our bodies breathe, were made to move. I love that. Our body, that just really I know. I love that to too. Yeah. I love that too. But use your timers you know, to keep on track. These yep. accommodations, these tools are going to be really important to you uh, when you're at home because it's just too easy to lose track of things. 
or lose track of time specifically. Yeah. Uh, strive for good enough, but not perfection. No one really knows what we're doing right now. This is all trial and error. So um, the biggest thing that I want to tell the ADHDers out there is adjusting to this is going to be difficult, but you're not alone. It's not just you. It's the whole world. And separate any kind of shame that you might feel about this transition because it is hard. It is it, it is asking a lot of you, but you're not doing anything wrong. You're trying to figure it out. Does that make sense? I don't want people to think that if it if they had one day that didn't go well, maybe they'll have more than one day, right? That that things happened. Yeah. It's okay. I mean, we none of us know what we're doing right now. We're all just sort of taking it day by Use day. Use that as an advantage. I said that in our conversation with Dr. Doug. I'm going to say it again right now. We are all in this together. No one knows right. what they're doing. Even Nikki and I, who have been working at home uh, virtually for a long, long time, right? I don't right. know. When did you start? 2009? 11, 11? I think, or something like that. Yeah. Uh, I started in 2007, and uh, right. this is still every day a learning opportunity and now and we changes. are all in it yeah. together absolutely and i am so tempted to start dancing right now and i could do it all <laughs> you're gonna together. dance pete's dancing <laughs> i love so, it i'm just saying i hate that i know that we're all in this together i can't even unsay it the, the point is <laughs> The whole planet is on your side trying to figure out how to do this. And it is... You're not by yourself. You're not by yourself. You're not by yourself. The, the, the weight is not on your shoulders. You're just trying to figure it out, yep. right? You're like everybody else trying to do their best and figure it out. And it's not day by day anymore. It's okay for it to be hour by hour. hour. By it hour. really <laughs> is okay for that. It really is. Focus on 15-minute increments. Like, how do you get through the next quarter hour? What are you right. going to do? What are you going to ship in the next quarter hour? Is it an email? Yeah. Maybe you just yeah. sit down and write an email and call that a giant win. Take advantage of the time that you are gaining that you're not commuting. Find some joy in your life, yeah. right? We talked about that. Find that inner happiness. You know, you just gained, some of you have gained four hours in your day. Yeah. Some of you have gained two hours in your day. Um, you know, that, that again, silver lining, that could be a silver lining for you um, during this time. So it's very easy to get stressed. It's very easy to fear. Um, and I understand that because, gosh, what a change, right? There's so much stuff going on. Working from home, though, doesn't have to be that scary. You can totally do it. The The technology, even if you're not used to it, Zoom and Skype and all of those things, once you figure it out, it's really quite simple. So once you get through that learning curve, you know, of, of, uh, talking on video and getting comfortable with that and understanding how Zoom works and GoToMeeting and some of the different platforms that your businesses will use, it will, that, that anxiety will ease because you'll pick it up very easily. And um, yeah. we don't know how long it's going to be. So yeah. Yeah. We don't know. I would yeah. add uh, one other little thing if is to yeah, find, a, find a way to laugh. A little bit, yeah, uh, throughout the day because it's not we we all we all already know it sucks. We all right. get that everything sucks. <laughs> okay, yeah. uh, so 
find a way to find something funny and, uh, you know, go read theonion.com. Go do whatever it takes. Whatever you find funny, go find it and laugh and smile and do it and go on a walk and find a way to to stop thinking about how much it sucks because we could do that until we're dead. So right. let's just let's laugh about it. We watched over the weekend, we watched uh some of the documentary on Mr. Rogers and then we watched the movie yeah. um with Tom Hanks and we both were like, wow, we just want to be like Mr. Rogers. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, man, watch that kind of stuff too. It really like lightens the load. You know, there's a there uh, we on the nextreel.com we did a whole series of disease movies. So if you're into that sort of like gallows uh kind of <laughs> exploitation, you know, I'll tell you, Contagion, the movie Contagion is oh, like yeah. the top rental right now. There are yeah. so many more great disease movies, y'all, don't even. Like you can really <laughs> yeah, see Contagion, but I got a whole list of great disease movies that that will that absolutely or not, if that brings you anxiety. I'm just saying Watch Mr. So Rogers. much better. <laughs> or isolation <laughs> movies, right? Castaway, Moon, uh, movies oh, where you just you're alone. Like you could really get into. There's always somebody who has it worse. You know, that's true. You could be on the you moon. Could be Tom, you could be Tom Hanks with a volleyball. That's right. Did you see his Instagram? By the way, he actually posted a pic because he has coronavirus. He and right, and he said thank he, you he, for the helpers. Yeah, he, 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 he has. Like a, he made Wilson the volleyball. It was, oh, is it was that so what he cute. did? Yeah, yeah. He's adorable. Aww, what he really a is. what a spokesperson for coronavirus, right? Now. I know, right? Yeah. Thanks. Well, and he thinks the helpers too. Yeah. Which I thought because oh, that amazing. was in reference of Mr. Rogers, right? Like you think the helpers. you th- always thank the helpers. Ugh. Yeah. He's amazing, Tom. Well, wow. this is uh, you know. I don't know. I hope this is useful to somebody because I know that just saying all of these things out loud is useful for me. So, uh, absolutely, you, you know, too. absolutely jump into uh, the community channel over on Discord in uh, the accountability channel there. Uh, and someone is always around somewhere, if not actively in a study in a study hall. If you need one, if you need an accountability partner, just ask for one. Somebody can spin something up pretty quick and um, and get you uh, help get you moving again. That that's right. Is it? Oh no! Apparently, that picture was a hoax. See, I already bought it. You know what? This is one I choose to believe. I choose to believe that because he needs a. You can't look at anything on Facebook. Pete didn't fact check. I didn't fact check. I didn't fact check. Look at this. Photoshopped a pic of him taken in two thousand five. I stand corrected. I stand corrected. My heart is heavy. I'm sorry, Pete. But I still want to thank the helpers. I, I hope that. that was real. I don't even I don't who know. Knows? Maybe, maybe that wasn't maybe, real either. Actually, he said, I hate the helpers. Maybe that's maybe. what he said. <laughs> maybe he was tested because he's in Australia. He was tested for the wrong disease. Maybe he's not as nice as we think he is. Maybe he's just <laughs> the worst. That Tom Hanks. Oh, oh, we got to end this thing. Thank you, everybody, for uh, hanging out with us today. We sure appreciate it. And uh, uh, on behalf of Nikki Kinzer, I am Pete Wright, and we will catch you whenever we catch you next (laughs) on Taking Control, the ADHD podcast. Thank the helpers.